0: The sulky, over funky, kind of hunky superhero, too-fisted
1: and electrically transistor superhero, and exotically erotic and aquatic superhero. The Marvel superheroes
0: have arrived. Hello, and welcome Super- to Marvel Vision, a Marvel Studios TV show podcast brought to you by Cinema Sanga. My name is Devin Faraci, one of the
1: hosts of this program. Joining me, as he traditionally does. My name is Derek Farachi, and I'll miss you when I'm lonely. I'll miss the alimony, too. I would ask you how we're doing.
0: you're doing, but I've talked to you like three times in the last four days, so I don't yes. feel like there's much to catch up on at
1: this point. No, I've just been playing a lot of Spider-Man on the PS5. That's all I've been doing.
0: We talked last night because Derek and I recorded uh, uh, an episode of Watchmen about Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and that is going to be hitting the feeds on Wednesday or Thursday. Um, that's going to be, that's gonna be available only to subscribers at the Patreon at the $5 or above level. Uh, it's our monthly superhero deep dive podcast, where we talk about the new superhero movies that are hitting theaters this month. And then the months where there are no super, no superhero movies, we go dive into the past. Usually the folks at home vote for what we talk about, but for December we have decided to honor the recently passed Kevin Conroy and talk about Batman mask of the phantasm. So if you sign up right now, you'll get black Panther Wakanda forever, uh, a a podcast almost as long as the movie, perhaps as long as the movie. it's not one of our longer, our our longest podcasts are much longer than that, but we're almost three hours on that one. So, uh, and then next month it's going to be Batman mask of the phantasm. That's going to be at the www.patreon.com slash cinema sangha sangha is spelled s-a-n-g-h-a five dollars or above gonna get you that gonna get you the bad batch our weekly star wars tv show podcast and it's gonna get you this show which is free but you're gonna get the satisfaction of supporting us as we make this
1: and so, you're writing
0: and also there's a lot of writing yeah i also write there as well so you get uh, and this different levels get different stuff from
1: the writing as well your fableman um, review
0: I do have a Fableman review. That's free for everybody to read, though. Oh, okay. Um, So since we don't have much to catch up on, since we have truly talked to each other so fucking much this past week, um, do we have news about the superhero
1: shit? We do. I guess we'll start with uh, the death of Kevin Conroy at 66. Uh, Very sad.
0: Very sad. A short battle with cancer and passed away uh the one of the iconic voices of Batman many people in fact would say he is the definitive Batman
1: I think he's without a doubt like since 1992 since Batman the animated series started I can't read a comic with Batman in it and not hear his voice it's impossible
0: my understanding is he was a real good guy too
1: yeah yeah he was very loved
0: yeah beloved indeed yes very sad very, very sad for him to go
1: yes he was uh I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure sometime in the future somebody will be the new iconic voice of Batman, but I don't know who it could possibly be. Yeah, I guess for some people, Diedrich Bader is a is a pretty iconic voice of Batman. That's tough because I know him from the Drew Carey Show. Yes, but he did uh Batman Brave and the Bold, which was a pretty popular series and a very good series. But he's uh, he's not my Batman. Hashtag not my Batman. <laughs>
0: all right what else we got
1: uh black panther is out in theaters right now and it has grossed uh 180 million u.s or 180 million domestic 330 million worldwide with an a cinema score it's doing very well
0: uh so what you're saying is that it's a juggernaut
1: it's uh it it performed it underperformed expectations apparently it was uh, early, late last week or early last week, I guess. Uh, there the theory was it could make upwards of two hundred million, and then it went down to one eighty-five, and it locked in at one eighty. Um, I feel like even when I saw like two hundred million, I was like, well, it's almost three hours. I don't know if I can pull yeah, that off. That's really hard. Seem yeah, it yeah, seem reasonable. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Marvel is upset with one hundred eighty million, three thirty worldwide, a, a very good cinema score. I imagine they're pretty happy.
0: In one weekend, that movie has made worldwide almost what Black Adam has made worldwide in the last month.
1: Yes. Yeah. Really puts a lot of things into perspective. It does. For one thing, that Black Pan- or Black Adam is uh, not as big of a hit as I think Warner Brothers was hoping for.
0: Also, that Black Adam is not black.
1: Well, no, he's not. He's not black. No. And yet he's called Black Adam. Yes, because he wears black
0: i wear black too you wouldn't call me black Devin.
1: <laughs> well it depends uh
0: so uh i guess the big takeaway from black panther's opening weekend is that uh comic book fatigue is set in superhero fatigue is set in and uh the uh marvel is finished i think right that's what the takeaway is
1: I'm pretty sure. I mean, it says at the end this is the final Marvel movie. So. so
0: like but that's it. Like they have uh oversaturated the market. Everybody knows that they did too many TV shows and have thus oversaturated the market, making Black Panther a disaster. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's just so funny every time one of these movies comes out and does really fucking well and then everybody has to shut up for a week and they start again two weeks later going oh
1: this superhero fatigue is setting in and yeah. it's like no it's like and then like Morbius bombs and everyone's like see there it is there's the proof and it's like no it's it, just a bad movie it's a bad movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that doesn't mean it's, it's superhero fatigue it means bad movie fatigue
0: like imagine if on TV like a cop show got bad ratings one time and you're like well that's it no more cop shows oh half the shows on TV are cop shows yeah. Uh, yeah, the cop shows do great.
1: Yes, they're very popular. Uh, or horror. If if every time a horror movie came out and didn't do well, it was like that must be the end of horror. So it's like, funny. It's the Marvel movies
0: always do really well. I mean, like yeah, Morbius doesn't do well. Black Adam doesn't do well. These aren't that good. The movies aren't that good. Yeah, that's the secret. Yeah. That's the secret sauce, baby.
1: Make a make a good movie. That does help. I think. I think that really helps. What else we got? You know? Uh, What else do we have? Let's see here. Uh, According to Jeff Snyder, Tom Holland has signed a new deal with Marvel and Sony for uh, six movies.
0: I'm assuming three Spideys and three Avengers or something?
1: Uh, Three Spideys and three appearances in other movies, yes.
0: Yeah, so at least two Avengers. And then, I don't know, what else could he be in? Fantastic Four would be pretty great.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: You guess? Spider-Man and Human Torch one of the great rivalries in Marvel Comics. One it is but, never... but
1: but I'd like a Fantastic Four movie to be focused on Fantastic Four, not like by the way Spider-Man's here. You know. Except I
0: mean I get it, but like Spider-Man's like would try to join the Fantastic Four quite early in his career. Uh so yeah. I think that yeah. him you know, I'm, so I think him showing up quite early in their career isn't that awful if it's the same thing. Maybe he wants to join the FF or uh, it's just him and Johnny storm having a little bit of a rivalry and it has to be like majorly in the movie. Yeah. Um, but I think that'd be fun because that's one of those things I never imagined I would see in a movie. True. And, and now, now it, it can happen.
1: Yes, it can. It can.
0: I mean, he's going to definitely be in two Avengers films. So it's just sort of yes. the question of what the third movie would be.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I, I guess, like, my thought is if they're going to do a Young Avengers or Champions, he might show up in that, you know, to be part of that.
0: Yeah, but they haven't. Give
1: it a little boost.
0: They haven't announced anything yet.
1: They haven't, but they also haven't announced three more Spider-Man movies, so, you know.
0: Well, they didn't have the deal. I mean, I guess he could be like in Captain America or Thunderbolts, but that doesn't sound right to me. Right? No. That doesn't sound like it makes sense. I
1: really, I do think that if, if they're going to do a young Avengers champions kind of thing, they're going to want a big name, you know, like everybody else is being introduced in TV shows or like in other people's movies, they'll want a character who's like, it's, there he is. Oh, it's Spider-Man. You know, he's the draw, you know, would be my thought on it.
0: I mean, so much of phase six is yet unannounced. So we don't actually know what's going on. No, we do not but I'm assuming he's going to show up in phase six
1: like, yes, in, like in, so. in,
0: in, in his, but they're all going to be phase six, I guess. Cause there's two fucking, unless he's only in one Avenger movie,
1: I guess that's possible. Right.
0: I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know He gotta be in he, secret
0: wars, but like, um, he, could he not be in Kang dynasty? I think that would be reasonable that he's not in Kang dynasty.
1: Yeah. I will find out. We'll see what they do. Someday we will find out. Yeah. Uh moving he on. Could be, uh, he should, could be in Deadpool. He could be in Deadpool. There are some interesting rumors about what Deadpool's gonna be about and who's gonna be in it. What have you heard? Uh that the TVA is searching for Deadpool and mm. uh, uh that Owen Wilson will be in it. That'd be cool. And that Ryan Reynolds is trying to get the uh cast of the original Fant- or the last Fantastic Four movies to be in it. That'd be great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun.
1: But we'll see. I mean, we'll I think
0: they're probably available. A lot of them. The last yes. of the wait, which one? There's three different Fantastic Four casts.
1: The, I'm sorry, the the Tim Story Fantastic Four movies.
0: So Chris Evans, the Chris Evans. Yes,
1: one. Chris Evans. Uh, uh,
0: Ian Griffith.
1: Ian Griffith. Uh, uh, Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba and uh, the, the shield. The commish. The commish. Uh,
0: yeah. I would bring in the Corman Fantastic Four people. They could use the work.
1: Yes, yes, they could, I suppose. They could yeah. really use
0: the work, the Corman Fantastic Four people.
1: Yeah. I think you should bring in the, the Fantastic Four cast from Arrested Development Season 4. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you should do. But, what else we uh, got? Uh, Shashir Zamata has joined the cast of Agatha, Coven of Chaos. So okay. we got that. she's got that going for her. Good for her. She got She's that going done. for her. I don't know. I don't know anything. She's from Saturday Night Live, apparently.
0: Yes, she is. I don't want Saturday
1: Night Live, so I don't no, know. No,
0: neither do I, but I've seen some stuff with her. She's She seems pretty cool and funny, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani has said that uh, he's heard nothing about a Eternals 2, and he thinks that Patton Oswald got his information from a fake website. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Uh.
1: Oh, man. He said, uh, "I have no idea. I think Patton was. Uh, I don't think Patton was right. I think that there's a hoax website. One of those it looks like uh, one letter from a real one. They tweeted it and spread around, and that's what Patton saw. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Kumail is hoping that he gets to to meet Miss Marvel and do a team up with Miss Marvel. They have to do that, right? They must, right? They have I mean, to. they have to. Yeah. I feel like if they do another season of Miss Marvel post the Marvels." I can't like. I feel like Kumail the kind of guy who would show up on the show, just like because he he's a big nerd and he loves this kind of stuff, and he would like to do that bit. That would be a very big thing for for him and for uh, for Miss Marvel, I think. So I think he would do it.
0: Yeah, and considering she's such a big fan of his, I just like it. It just be great, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd be very excited for that, but we'll see. Uh, and the final bit of news, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery had a town hall, and uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran revealed that they're working on an eight to ten year plan for DC. There you go, they're building it out. Good and, for them. And, and James Gunn kept talking about Batmite, but, so it seems like Batmite might be showing up soon. We'll see. He sure loves Batmite.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I would not be surprised to see that character show up. That does feel like the kind of thing that, that he would want to do, and that would sort of really be like, um, you had that character show up in something in a way that's fun and funny, and it is a statement of purpose for the new DCU, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I just don't know how you have it show up. You know? Like, you can't be in, like, the Matt Reeves sequel, right? Like, no, it's not going
0: to be in that, but... Yeah. Um, and it won't be in a movie with Affleck or whatever, um...
1: But uh, but we know it exists Because Peacemaker brought him up Right So he's out there He is out there Batmite's out there doing something Who knows what I'm very excited to find out if, When we see him If we see him And then uh, Gunn also made it clear on Mastodon That uh, he is in fact He and Saffron are in fact overseeing uh, Matt Reeves Batman And Todd Phillips Joker too So it's all, they're doing all DC, everything DC, they do, they, they got their fingers on it. So I don't know how much they're going to play around with those. I, I, you know, I, I don't see them going in being like, no, Todd Phillips, you can't do a musical for Joker two at this point, you know? No. Yeah. I think they're going to just, uh,
0: they're going to, they're going to, those people, they're going to let them make what they want to make and they'll be on hand to give creative advice. But I think, uh, they're not, they're not stupid.
1: Yeah. Maybe Batmite will show up in a Joker 2. That would him. actually be incredible. Yeah. I could see that. Gunn also said he wants to do Metalman. He really wants to do a Metalman movie. They have been like playing with that
0: for years, and yes. I am would be very interested in seeing Barry
1: Sonnefeld recently yeah. also said that uh, he's still working on Metalman.
0: So. Uh yeah, that's he's been on that working on that
1: forever for like decades, right? Yeah, yeah. Very long time. So we shall see. We shall see. That's all. That's all the news. That's fit to print. Um.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's not that much else going on. I didn't I didn't see many other things. Um Captain America starts shooting in in early 2023 and Thunderbolt shoots next summer. We now have that information. Um and Martin Freeman has said uh, that Secret Invasion is very dark. Yes. But he could mean visually. It's so hard to know.
1: And they couldn't afford lights,
0: he said. <laughs> well, I mean, have you seen – every other TV show is unbelievably dark.
1: They are. It's one of the reasons I stopped watching the uh, House of the Dragon was it was so dark. Yes. I, like, it, I, have, I have blackout like curtains. My lights are off and I still can barely see what's happening on the screen. <laughs> This is
0: insane. Yeah, it's it's tough. There's a, was an episode that everybody said was impossible to see, but I had no problem seeing it. Yeah, yeah, it was the one that everybody. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know, but anyway, mm-hmm. everything on TV is too dark these days. So, uh, well, supposedly, Nick Fury's wife's going to be in Secret Invasion as well. I saw that,
1: but that's like a rumor. I don't know how truthful that is.
0: It's a it's it's a rumor. Um, it's such a weird rumor to make up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels too real to me. And the idea of like introducing that Nick Fury has like had, had a wife that we just never knew about actually m- makes a lot does of sense. Doesn't
1: he mention his wife in Winter Soldier? Oh, does he? I think is he so. He's an ex wife, maybe?
0: I don't, can't remember. I think so. I ain't seen that one in a minute.
1: Neither have I. But I seem to recall him saying something about a wife in that one. But I knows? still think
0: that one of the great in jokes in the Marvel Universe is when, um, Nick Fury's killed, quote unquote killed, and they go to his gravesite and uh, it's the fake Bible quote from Pulp Fiction on his uh, tombstone.
1: Yes. I thought you were going to say one of the great jokes is when they revealed in the comics that Nick Fury has a son and he just happens to be black and look exactly like Samuel L. Jackson and be named Nick Fury. Uh, One of the great
0: jokes is when a cat took out Nick Fury's eyeball.
1: I would disagree. (laughs) I know it's awful. It's awful. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so bad <laughs> among the worst things they've done really yes. just adobe. dopey yeah. um all right are you ready to talk about the latest episode of x-men the animated series
1: you don't want to do any uh trivia
0: oh i guess i do want to do that don't i
1: yeah okay all right go ahead the Flurkins are a race of extremely dangerous aliens that look like what cats boy that, yeah. that really that really lined up nicely that lined up very nicely before being vision what is the name of iron man's ai butler
0: before i was um jarvis yeah i had like i had like a hot second where um i forgot that this was just mcu and i was like android human torch uh
1: (laughs) but that's that's the comics only yes what is the real name of black panther t'challa t'challa there you go
0: having just watched black panther wakanda forever we have no excuse for missing that one if we did all right now are you ready to talk about x-men the animated series
1: I think so. Let's do it.
0: X-Men, the animated series, season one, episode five, Captive Hearts. The I could not skip past the previously on this episode. Could you skip I was, that? Uh,
1: no, you couldn't skip past the previously on, which is great because the previously on explains nothing.
0: And it's just a series of grunts
1: and screams. It's yes. Like, well, <laughs> yes. It's amazing. It really, it's just <laughs> random shots of action.
0: It's just action. And people going oh, ah, it's really <laughs> it's fucking incredible. They incredible. should do them all like that. Uh, maybe they do. Who knows? I mean, like all shows. That
1: should be all, all shows. shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: you know, what it reminds me of it reminds me of uh, you didn't watch Mad Men live, right? You watched it when it was done.
1: Yes. Yeah, I watched it live. when it was done
0: every week at the end of Mad Men, they would do next week on Mad Men and it would just be a series of incoherent shots because they (laughs) didn't want you to know anything about the next episode. And so it kind of reminded me of that. Like you would really watch uh, next week on Mad Men and it would be like Don Draper being like, I have to go to the bathroom, and then it would be like, and then it would be like somebody else going, "We got a big problem here." And then somebody else goes, "What are we going to have for lunch?" And like you, like that's wait, what is this episode about? And you, you could never guess. You could never ever guess what the next episode of Mad Men was going to be. About. To be
1: fair, episodes of Mad Men would be about like, "What are we going to do for lunch?" You
0: know, I mean, they might have that uh, happening in that in that episode, yeah. but, but
1: like, like 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 that would be the kickoff. But like the episode would be a very deep discussion of something without it actually being uh, that being discussed. Right. You know, that's how that show worked. I think.
0: Um, So after the um, previously on, which was incoherent, (laughs) this episode, uh, we open in the danger room and Professor X tells the X-Men they got to get better because the danger room, the dangers in the danger room uh, are the same dangers that the X-Men might face in the field. And apparently that includes a a buzzsaw flying through the air. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. You never know. Actually, you know what? Frankly, with the X-Men, that actually does seem reasonable. That could be actually a thing. They are going to throw it at them. Um, so they're doing a whole bunch of uh it's uh we got a lot of the team here. We got
1: Rogue, Gambit, Jubilee, and we have Jean Gray who is yeah. in the show. Yeah, she's around. It's amazing. She got a bunch of lines of dialogue too. She is very important in this episode and doesn't understand what her own powers are. <laughs> yeah, well. Did um did Storm's voice change? I don't think so. No? I don't think so.
0: It sounded different to me this week.
1: Did it? It's a a little less of an accent on it, maybe. Is that what uh, it is? Yeah.
0: They eased up on the accent a little bit. Yeah. Um. So they're doing their danger room stuff. Always the danger room, always a great excuse to get like an action scene in any X-Men story. And in the comics, they use the danger room for both an action scene and exposition. Usually yes. um, they do a little bit of that here because in the course of this battle, um, rogue calls Gambit, a swamp rat at one point, which I quite liked. Yep. Um, but in the course of this battle, uh, they end up with the walls and the ceiling coming, crushing down on them, which, by the way, is physically impossible.
1: Well, everything in the danger room is physically impossible. It's all but like hard light like, constructs, isn't it?
0: I guess. But the I, I, I mean, I don't think it is in this cartoon. I think it is. Well, just because if the ceiling is coming down, the walls cannot be moving in. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. ceiling could not come down if the walls are continuously moving towards the center of the ceiling. This is
1: where I'm gonna disagree with you. The ceiling only seems to be coming down on on storm.
0: It's not on anyone
1: else. She's on the ground and the ceiling is like inches above her nose, and everyone else is just standing. So
0: it's <laughs> a good point.
1: Um, Professor X so, is just like go after her.
0: Uh well, he might be because it does trigger her PTSD. Um, You know, as we know from the comics and a little bit from these unexplained flashbacks in the program, as a kid, she was trapped under a collapsed building while she was a kid in Africa. In Cairo, I believe, is where she was. And uh, she has her PTSD flashback to that, and she starts freaking out about the ceiling coming down. And they had to stop the whole thing, and Professor X sends a hologram of himself to go have a conversation with them. Um, And... uh, She's like uh she's like kind of upset and she goes, "You know, professor, I'm not I don't think I'm ready to lead. I don't I don't I don't think I have it." And uh obviously by the end of this episode she'll become a leader because you're not going to do a 22-minute cartoon. Work. Yeah, so yeah, that's how 22-minute cartoons work. Yeah. <laughs> um in the other room, then we cut to uh, a little bit later and Wolverine is doing his karate. <laughs> <laughs> karate. <laughs> he's doing absolute Dirk Diggler shit and uh, he's full
1: on uh, fist foot way that's <laughs> <laughs> what he's doing
0: he's still got bandages and uh, he's running around and Jean Grey comes in in a dress and she's like Wolverine you shouldn't be uh, up you, even you don't heal this fast and he goes yeah let me show you and then he immediately goes ow
1: <laughs> he's like oh my belly oh
0: i just <laughs> threw something oh i just i just ooh, my back so gene comes running over uh to the uh hurting wolverine and holds him and their their they're, their heads are near each other and it's a tender moment of um of wolverine being in love with gene gray his sideburns in this shot are weird as hell they're wild because they're not just sideburns they're like I mean, they're just like they're like ponytails hanging on either side of his head. Like, I
1: don't <laughs> yeah. know what the
0: fuck is happening with these? these. They're
1: like, they so, and they're like, also,
0: they really super animated them. They're like waving back and forth. Like, it's like yeah. really crazy. Um, I they don't get that know, a lot so, in
1: the show where people are just like rocking a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Gene says, "I Logan, I have to go." Scott's waiting for me, and Logan goes, "So am I."
1: Um, and she, she pushes away and walks out the door. My favorite thing in this episode, by the way, I'm not going to point it out every time it happens, but clearly the guy who does the voice of Wolverine doing that voice takes some, some work on his end and longer sentences he can't say without stopping in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) And that made me, that made me laugh pretty hard at times where he's like, we got to get out of here. All of us together. <laughs> it's like clearly it's hard for him to, to to talk that way sometimes.
0: Um so Scott and Gene go on their date, they go see Phantom of the Opera. And uh as they're walking out, um Gene is trying to have a nice discussion with Scott, but he he's he's a big baby and he's stewing uh about how much he loves being an X-Man and It's says, the greatest job in the world. I'm going to let Professor X down. Like, he's just such a twerp. It's like crazy.
1: You know what really bothered me in this scene? What? They break the 180
0: rule. Uh, really? You're concerned about that in the X Men, the animated series? There's a shot later on of Storm. And, and thing. There's a shot of Storm later on, and her eyes are just so fucking janky all over the place. Like, this show does not have. Oh, I mean, there's
1: stuff all over the place, but control. like, the 180 rule is like, you know, movie 101. Like,. It's terrible. It really yeah. drove me insane.
0: She tells Scott, listen, you're no good to professor X when you're all wound up like this. She goes, let me help you relax and gives him a big old tongue kiss. Yeah. And then as they're walking and he goes, you know what? From now on, my mind is on nothing but you. And then all of a sudden, um, leech comes jumping out of the shadows. Good old leech. Uh, yeah. uh so what happened is that Scott and Jean, their opponent dropped a five card on them. And, uh, <laughs> I have Leech in my Marvel Snap deck. I, I always use him.
1: Oh, I hate when he pops up. <clears throat> That's why I use
0: him. I have a couple of five cards that I, I, I rely on. My five yeah. my five cards are Leech and Hobgoblin.
1: I learned a very hard lesson with Hobgoblin today. This
0: this Hobgoblin can be really tricky. He can get yeah. really fucked up with Hobgoblin.
1: Yeah. What happened to you? It turns out that if you play Hobgoblin on a on a spot that is on uh, on reveal effects happen twice. He, he comes, he back comes right you. back at you yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i was not prepared for that i was like oh i thought he would just be like negative 16 or something
0: Damn. It. no in uh so in this game marvel snap what we've talked about before which is this marvel uh, uh, uh battle card game on the phone uh one of the cards is the hobgoblin and he's worth negative eight and when you drop him on your side he then flies across the board and lands on the enemy's side so now your enemy has negative eight and the thing is that, like, he's like a really good bomb to drop, but if your enemy is prepared, you're really fucked. One, you put it on the wrong spot. Two, if your enemy, while you're dropping it, has filled their their lane yeah. and yeah, he can't go screwed. anywhere, then you're screwed. Do you know what the worst one is, though? What? When your enemy in, 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 in turn six plays Odin. Yes. Because Odin activates everybody's powers when he lands, and then yeah. uh, that means that Hobcomb just comes flying right back to you. And yeah. it really
1: sucks. It sucks so bad. You know what, hopgun is great to use on though. What is when there's the spot that is uh, your points here are reflected on the other two spots. That's exact- I have there. I have had people
0: quit the game on me many oh, times yes. when I do
1: that. Yes, every time I've done that, that that's they've quit.
0: It's a, it, yeah, it's like it's like an instant quit. Um, yeah, because that just hurts so bad.
1: That's uh, rough. So we should just do a podcast about Marvel Snap. <laughs> I reached the point now where I don't automatically get the cards in the in the thing. Yeah, points. sometimes you get uh boosters, right? It's it, it's all like uh, like player cash. now is what it says, I think. Or Collect player your, chest or something. It's yeah. collector caches, yeah. Yeah. Um
0: all right, so Leech comes jumping out. Leech wanted a great X-Men characters, in my personal opinion. He showed up in X-Men the Last End. They just looked him look like a kid.
1: Yeah, that was dumb.
0: It's dumb. And Leech in the comics and in the program um, he's a green lizard alien face kid who wears a beanie always. Yes. And um he talks weird, and his powers are that he uh can take your powers away.
1: Yeah, which they don't bother explaining in this. But they don't he don't explain doesn't.
0: anything in any of these things.
1: No, they have no interest in telling you what's happening at all.
0: He um I'm assuming uses Gene's powers to steal fruit, right? That's what's happening here. I think so. He floats the fruit to him, and I'm assuming it's because he has secretly leached from Gene.
1: She doesn't even realize it. Yeah.
0: Anyway, he he steals his fruit, and there's a sudden uh, mob of people that materializes.
1: And they uh, all look exactly the same. (laughs) Exactly the same. They're all Mario from the Super Mario Brothers.
0: And uh, they're like, get him, get the mutie. And then he makes them all float away. He runs and they all run after him. So Scott's like, ah, shit, we're going to have to go deal with this, aren't we? So the kid runs into a subway station and the guys follow him down. And guess what? It was a trap. Leech was bringing these dudes to the Morlocks.
1: Yep. bum, bum, bum.
0: Um, I don't know all the Morlocks that are here. I think Legion is in this, right?
1: It looks like Legion, the hair.
0: Um, but it might not be. Um
1: Is I Legion think, a Morlock? I don't think so. I didn't think so either, but I don't know.
0: Um, but I'll tell you one of the characters that's down there is a character whose name I definitely am hoping they have changed. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh because uh his name is Tar Baby.
1: Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Ooh. Probably yeah. changed the name to like Mudslinger or something. Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mud Butt. Uh <laughs> it is uh not it's yeah, not great. <laughs> not, no not great. So uh Tar Baby uh gets everybody trapped in the subway station with his tar. And, uh, starts beating up all the people, including the people who were just already there. That seems like right? yeah, because just just people like, waiting
1: for the train, people <laughs> waiting for the
0: train, truly a piece of shit. Um, so, uh, he, uh, he does that, the, the uh, Scott and Jean show up and Jean uses her telekinesis to open, um, to open a, uh, uh, the, the tar thing and she comes on in and, uh, it turns out, uh, that this was not just a trap for these people. It was actually a trap for Scott Summers.
1: Yeah, it was a double and
0: trap. A double, the classic double trap. Yeah. Um, And uh, they have a little bit of a fight here uh, with, uh, with these guys and uh, they lose.
1: Yeah. That old lady comes out and goes, I need to sleep. And they all go to sleep.
0: <clears throat> I don't and... have, I don't have a tremendous memory of all of the, morlocks but that's annalee who is like leech's adopted mom and she gets yep. killed in the mu- in the mutant massacre okay um i would think her powers would not work on gene gray you a hundred percent would assume <laughs> as much i mean i honestly it seems nuts that yeah it
1: works like on her. Yeah. yeah i was positive that gene gray was not going to, to fall asleep and then she did and i was like oh gene gray no psychic abilities apparently <laughs> very weird but who knows? Maybe that comes up later in the show. I don't know. In the series,
0: I don't, I don't know. Uh, probably not. They probably just needed her to be knocked out, right? They just needed that to yeah. happen that yeah. the show could move forward. Um, so they get knocked out. Uh, uh, Slim, Slim Summers. Nobody calls him Slim. I wish they called him Slim on this show.
1: Maybe they do later.
0: There's a lot that's my episode's left. That's my favorite weird Cyclops nickname is Slim.
1: Slim, yeah.
0: Um, I, I don't even know if they call him that in the comics
1: anymore. They
0: no, that's like his, I when he was a kid, he's no longer yeah. slim.
1: He's, he's, he's
0: thick with two C's yeah. these days. Yes. Um, he is. All the he, ladies love thick summers. He, he a beef. He's a beefman. Well, you yes. know, it's funny. So, um, we then cut to, uh, this is one of the most exciting moments in the episode. We cut to the birth of the Wolverine laying in bed. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he is looking at a picture of Jean and, uh, gene and scott and he why Wolverine scott. has a
1: framed photo of gene and scott is up for your question
0: it's really weird you know what's funny the reason why this is a meme is because his position in the bed is like so suggestive it's like he's gonna jerk off to it it's like such a weird it's so weird um <laughs> yeah. i really really like it but you know what i think is really important to note here what that today or at least as of last year anyway uh gene scott and wolverine are a thruple.
1: yeah yeah they
0: are they are a th- they are a threesome yeah. And whether or not they're double teaming Gene, I don't know, but uh they do have adjoining rooms that they can all walk from one into the other without having to go into the hallway.
1: Yeah. They Everybody's the happy.
0: They live on the moon. Um mm. they may not be living on the moon now. So if, if they don't now don't tell me. I'm very behind on my X-Men comics. Um but at one point they were living
1: on the moon and uh and and they were a Thrupple. Yes. So. Um
0: Scott exciting. wakes up in the um,
1: has always reminded me of the Popeye movie. From the scene when he's, yeah, he's laying in bed talking to the frame photo of his dad, and then the camera flips so he can see the photo and he just says be pappy Be pappy it's Yeah. Just, it's just a piece of paper. That's both funny and sad. Yeah.
0: Um so uh she uh, uh Scott wakes up. He is laying on a metal bed and he opens his eyes and his uh, powers don't come out. Nope. No, he does not blast anything.
1: Very important here to note that he has dull brown eyes. <laughs> later on, Gene will say, I never dreamed your eyes could be so beautiful. It's like, they're just <laughs> dull, like, not even like a vibrant Brown, just dull Brown. <laughs>
0: Um, so, uh, Leech is there and says, I took away your power. So now you can see, you can see better now. And then, um, Sunder, who is the big guy, um, uh, who, who, by the way, is actually a founding member of the Morlocks. Like he really is like the couple of these characters are like hardcore from the original yeah. comics. He drags Scott away. And where he drags Scott is, is to meet Callisto, the leader of the Morlocks. <clears throat> and, um, it's a pretty okay version of Callisto. Her hair is not as like wild as it can be in the comics. Yeah. She sort of has a more sensible haircut here, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But um, she's got the the eye patch and the the scar and she's got a little pirate feel to her.
0: Yeah, and she's super butch, which
1: yeah. I think is also a really
0: important piece of the, the Callisto thing. Do you know what's funny? Is that um Callisto, what what are her powers?
1: I have no idea. I was going to
0: ask. Nobody knows. And I, I actually had to look it up. And and because she has like the kind of powers that like don't really manifest in a significant way. She has like regenerative healing and she has like super tactical intelligence. Um, and she has, she's like agile and strong. She has like okay. a generic set of powers. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting uh, because it's always funny because I also never understood why she led, why she leads the Morlocks because she's not that. I mean, she like Butch, but like she's not that. She crazy. could definitely hang out
1: outside. Yeah, like, um, she could be up in the surface world, no problem. Especially this. when she was introduced, she would just she just looked like like a punk kid, right? You know, like she would not seem out of place in like Soho, you know, in the Village or something.
0: Well, eventually, she got tentacles for arms in the comics. No, <laughs> that makes it much more difficult for her to pass. But then she yeah. lost the tentacles during the No More Mutants. Oh, okay. And then she was not a mutant anymore. And then um, she did the crucible on Krakoa, which means that she fought to the death in order to have the uh, honor of being resurrected with her mutant powers again. Oh, so she's back as a mutant again. There you go. That's what they do on Krakoa, by the way. Is that when uh, there is a mutant who lost their powers because there's so many that lost their powers, and they get to come and they get to have a, a battle. They do a battle like in an arena.
1: And the yep. goal is to die at the end. <laughs> Wouldn't you just stand there and let – just get killed right away? Like No, you uh, have
0: to fight good because uh, it's like Apocalypse's thing. And okay. so like he like wants you to like prove that you're like fit.
1: You're worthy. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, – but like they, the first time they showed this, it was um, Cannonball's sister getting killed. Oh, wow. Yeah, because in Krakoa – in the current X-Men run, they can bring you back from the dead anytime, and they have your memories and your personality on file, so they can always just grow a new body and throw your mind into it. Yeah. Um, but what's really interesting to me is that that's not the actual person. That's like a copy of the person. So none of the X-Men characters that we follow now are the original X-Men characters.
1: Those characters are all dead. Well, it's a real uh, ship of uh, Theseus. Thing, ship of huh? Theseus, yeah.
0: It's yeah. a big ship of Theseus uh, thing, right? Because like, yeah, like Scott Summers like has died a number of times in the current run. Like the, there's like the, their very first mission in the new uh, Power of X, Age of X, whatever. They fucking like fall into the sun or something. And yeah. like, you're like, oh shit, how that's pretty crazy. And then they're like, oh no, we bring everybody back to life.
1: Yep. Um,
0: but that isn't Scott anymore.
1: Nope.
0: It's it's a copy of Scott.
1: Yeah. It's very um, weird.
0: So look, did now like – like if these mutants keep dying, right, and then being resurrected, but not really. They're just having copies of their minds downloaded into these new bodies, right? Does that mean there's like seven Scott Summers running around heaven right now?
1: Maybe. Do each
0: so? of those have a soul and when they souls? die, yeah. do they go to the afterlife?
1: I don't know. Because we question. know
0: there's an afterlife in the Marvel universe, so that's the other thing. Yes. So it's a, a very interesting question. I would kind of like to see a comic book where somebody goes to the afterlife and there's like 25 Scott Summers back there.
1: Hey, hey, it's hey, hey. <laughs> me. And they all hate each other. Yes. Um. <laughs> you know what I learned recently is that every time Wolverine dies, he has to fight the angel of death. So that's fun. Well, I mean, as you do. I guess. As one does. Yeah. And then if he ever loses that fight, he he will not. He will not heal. He will not be resurrected. At it's least that's was like, pre-Krikoa. I don't know how that works with the Kirkoa, But
0: That's funny because that really makes it really hard to just imagine Wolverine is a guy who just has beers. Yes. <laughs> he like has had a number of battles with God's angel of death. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> one won, Every won. single one of them. Yeah.
0: yeah. One-on-ones wins them every single time. Yeah. Um, so Callisto tells Scott, I saw you on TV and I thought you had a nice ass. So uh, I got all this won- footage
1: from the first two episodes. <laughs>
0: And what I want to do is um, I want to have babies with you. And Scott is like, it, it, it can't be me. It's not me. Uh, but she says, don't worry. We're going to make this happen. She says, I need, I need an heir. I'm the leader of the Morlocks, and I need an heir. And you're the guy to provide me with that heir.
1: And Scott, Scott also says, in the scene thinks he's Superman.
0: Yeah, he says, sunlight gives my powers. And I was like,
1: <laughs> doesn't? I've never heard of that before. My I mean, understanding I, I, is he gets it from a different dimension. Right? That it's a power from a different dimension that comes out of his I eyes.
0: I don't know. I don't I don't know what the current the uh, reasoning is behind it, but I, I have don't remember ever hearing that he's charged by the sun.
1: No, he thinks he's Superman in this moment. He's got a concussion. Maybe,
0: maybe he's shitting. Maybe he's just shitting her. Maybe. Uh I can't down here. My power's uh power by the sun. Uh maybe that's what it is?
1: I guess. It doesn't feel that way.
0: She's like, okay, I need to bone you. And Scott Scott's like, take you should take out a personal ad. And then he goes, Where's Jean? And then um somehow he did not notice that she's hanging from the middle of the ceiling right above his head. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to be fair,
0: I mean he just woke up. He's concussed. I guess he's very conf- he's highly confused right now. Yeah. Um so uh she's hanging by a chain, and uh Calista's like, Well, because you um because you don't want to bone me we're gonna to have to kill gene and then gene just gets out of her fucking chains and everybody starts screaming and she says scott's my date yeah. and uh she does some pretty good work here although i don't know what her powers are because she's like shooting, shooting laser bolts at the-
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know what's happening <laughs> not really clear i'm very confused
0: and she shoots him like out of her hands.
1: Yeah, it's very like even, like, out of her,
0: like it was out of her forehead. I would go, okay, this is a psychic blast of some kind. But yeah, she shoot him out which of is her how
1: hands. they do it in the comics. There's the little like light red pink thing that shoots out of her head, right? So, right, yeah. But they're not doing that here. I don't know.
0: Jean um is going to be overrun by the Morlocks, and so she uh she reaches out to Professor X and goes, Professor X, we need help. Yes. And he's like, Gene, where the fuck are you? You should you have led with that. And. Uh,
1: <laughs> what? It's, <just>, it's funny. <laughs> like, But where the fuck are you? <laughs> um, Gene, where the fuck are you?
0: <laughs> so uh, at the X mansion, Professor X gathers together <laughs> some of the X-Men. And, or all most of the X Men, right? At this point, because Beast uh, is just not in this episode. Yeah, well, Beast is in prison still. He's still in prison, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Nobody so even he's talks not about around.
0: Him. Now um, they forgot about him. They moved. Uh, on. He has a map, but he says I can pinpoint them to around this area, and so they go and they walk into the subway, and uh, it's funny to watch them walking on the subway in their costumes. I thought it was very, it's <laughs> very humorous to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Storm's starting to get a little, a little freaked out as they descend down to the subway. She's starting to feel a little claustrophobic. Gambit's a real dick about it, too. Just a total yeah. asshole. Yeah, he keeps bringing it up. Uh, and uh, he says a couple of things that piss people off because he keeps like being like, boy, I'm not really sure this is Storm's up for this. And then he also goes, boy, Scott and Jean picked a weird spot for a romantic getaway. And Wolverine's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Um
1: I do like so, when they're crawling through like the tunnel, and they're on their hands and knees, and, and Storm is freaking out a little bit, and and Gambit is like, "Some, you got to help her." And Wolverine's like, "She'll either she makes it or she doesn't." And then they just come out, and she's fine. And it's like, I guess she she made it. I guess there's no well, he problem. Goes, he goes, she has to ask. Uh, yeah, that's right. So I yes, think it's
0: actually, I think it's actually really emotionally intelligent on Wolverine's yes. part because yes. I think that he understands Storm enough to know that it would humiliate her to be like storm i'm here to help you like she yeah. she has to reach out for help and then yeah. he can help her um so uh you know good good for um good for wolverine but they they do they get through the tunnels and then they uh come across um gene gray who is with annalee the old lady who also it's not clear why she's a morlock and
1: they're um, just in a
0: closet like in you know, like a weird alcove <laughs> <laughs> and well, there's Gray- a door
1: because Storm blows up the door and they're just behind it and there's a wall right there. And it's like, I guess they're just in like a broom closet. Like I
0: don't understand what's going on. I don't know what's happening. And uh Jean Gray is a little girl now, like mentally, and she's afraid of these bad people, and she wants her mommy to protect her. So mm-hmm. Annalie has been brainwashing. She's she's a she's an emotion caster, is her thing. Um That that's that's what her power is. She can uh, project emotions into other people's minds. So she's not like actually taking over your mind. She's just like making you feel certain ways, and then it's up to you to like deal with it. Yeah. Um. So, but that uh, doesn't
1: fit with what her next thing is. No,
0: I mean, like, well, I mean,
1: she's like there's scorpions all over you to Wolverine, and he freaks uh, out.
0: Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. Also, not really clear why that would freak Wolverine out.
1: No, I mean, other than being like, (laughs) ooh. stuff crawling all over me but i don't think he would like i don't think he has a fear of scorpions as far as i know
0: i also feel like wolverine been through some shit right like so yeah. like i don't know that's he might have already had scorpions all over him like that feels yeah. like a, I, I might think that might have happened to him one time yeah um but yeah so they try to stop they try to get her and um she tells wolverine there's scorpions all over him he does like a little woo and then he uh then he goes tries to put his fucking claws through an old lady's <laughs> head uh head <laughs>
1: He is not messing around. <laughs> nah. Which is great because later on Storm says, the X-Men don't kill. It's like Wolverine definitely tried to kill her. Like, He's 10 definitely doing ago. his best. He's doing yeah. his best.
0: Um. So uh, they uh, they now, though, have to get into a fight because the Morlocks show up. Well, I guess I got this out of order, right? The Morlocks already showed up and uh, they captured Rogue, uh, right? Is that the order? That's the order. The, uh, Sunder ran off with Rogue.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Wolverine calls them the Morlocks. I'm not sure how he knows that they're called Morlocks. Unclear. Unclear. Yeah. He's which, just like, uh, the Morlocks are here. And it's like,
0: what? Uh, but uh, they have like their first encounter with them. Then they meet Annalie. Then they rescue Gene from Annalie. Um, and uh, they end up and they, Jean uh, uh, Gene, Gene faints yeah. and he's like, don't worry, Genie, I'm here for you. And uh, she wakes up like, what? what? She's
1: what? like, don't worry, Genie, I'm Here for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She says, where am I? What's going on? She says, where's Scott? And so they run into the big Morlock chamber, and there is Scott Summers dead on the floor. Yep. And um, she starts crying. She starts crying, and Cliss is like, well, he was a great warrior um, and a great leader. We're going to mourn his loss. You can take him, and we'll provide you safe passage to the surface. And then Wolverine goes yeah, great warrior, I bet. And then he pulls out his, his claws and he uh, says, maybe we should take them back in pieces. And everybody else <laughs> like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a really good bit. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes up and he um, is about to go put his fucking claws through Scott's uh, head and he puts his claws on either side of Scott's head and Scott screams and gets up and it turns out it was a shape changer the whole yep. time. And, and th- th- uh,
1: this is where it is. It- Wolverine says scott may be a lot of things but he doesn't smell like a morlock He's yeah. like how do you ever call them morlocks or do, is that just like some kind of like put down you came up with to call them
0: he just watched the time machine recently he got yeah. hd wells on the mind so that's how he got the morlocks yeah um he, wolverine thinks he's an eloy uh so <laughs> uh it turns out that uh they now realize that scott is still alive and we now have uh fight between the x-men and the morlocks one of my favorite bits is the guy who changes shape uh
1: makes a big hole in his belly that she that (laughs) means rogue falls through yeah that was pretty great top five bits yeah that and rogue punching the old lady in the face made Mm -hmm. me very that made me laugh pretty hard which really really down just punches her i was like wow
0: um so uh Gene's, like, shooting them off. I mean, Jean could shoot this whole fucking thing down in a heartbeat, but whatever. Um, so now they're all fighting, and then Wolverine faces off against Callisto. I don't fully understand what's happening here because she has a staff, and it blocks his adamantium razor-sharp claws.
1: He cuts it. Like, he messes up the center of it, but he doesn't cut through it. He doesn't cut through it. And she's surprised by that, and then she runs away. So I don't know. I,
0: I don't remember if she hasn't. I'm like, I'm not really sure what. Um, anyway, Storm's flying around, and... Um, and she gets knocked out of the air and then she uh then Tar Baby puts goo all around her. Yep. Um, and then uh she blasts herself out. Gambit is running around shooting people with his cards,
1: uh saying stupid stuff.
0: Sunder is chasing Rogue back and forth. This is like a Flintstones bit. Like <laughs> yeah. they run from one side of the frame to the other side and they come running back and like, change yeah. positions. Um You can hear like
1: little so- as they're running. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, so they're all fighting this is this whole this whole fighting thing happening and uh, I'm trying to think what happens Wolverine's chasing uh, Callisto
1: and he says some very I, problematic things I love I love hunting I love hunting women I, I love it when they run <laughs> it's like ooh. 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 Um,
0: I don't so, take no for an answer he ends up finding Scott He's, he smells Scott and finds him and he says he pops his claws and he goes I could make two ladies really sad tonight. Yes. And uh <laughs> which is like very funny because that does sound like he's making fun of his own abilities in bed. But uh
1: <laughs> but uh, because he, I don't think he knows that they want Scott to be like their king. That that you know, that Clisto is like, oh, Wolverine. Wolverine has
0: read the script to the
1: episode. I guess so. Yeah, he's well versed on all of this.
0: He – yeah, Wolverine is prepared. He came in. He read the script. He knows everything that's happening. So that's that's what's happening here. I mean like that's why he's so ahead of the game. And he rescues Scott instead of killing Scott. Storm says, Gene, get – you and then the rest of the X-Men are now uh, cornered by the Morlocks, which again, I don't feel like – I just feel like this is one of those fights like where the X-Men are losing because they need to lose. Yes. I just yeah. don't believe that they would lose this fight. They well, the would X-Men, not lose this fight. There's like a, we're now five episodes into the show
1: and the X-Men suck. They're terrible. They're awful. Yeah. They're very bad at what they do. It's crazy. Yeah. They're really bad.
0: Um, She says, Jean contact Wolverine telepathically. And then Wolverine goes, no need. He goes, blow those things off. Let's get out of this puke hole.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's got a great line. This puke, puke hole. hole is wonderful. Puke hole is really good. Yeah, I'm going to say that from now on. Let's get out of this puke hole. Where we're um,
0: as they're trying to get away, um, Callisto to sign all
1: work emails. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Derek Vachi from the puke hole. Uh, <laughs> current location: the puke hole. Callisto sends. Callisto sends Analee after Wolverine. Says, "Get the animal." And Analee looks at him and says, "He is keeping from you what is yours." And this makes Wolverine erupt in jealousy. Uh, You're keeping from me what is mine. Gene has to blast him out of the way. Shoot lasers at him. Shoot lasers at him because he is going to fucking chop Scott to pieces again. Yeah. And um, is telling Wolverine, Gene is making you love her. She's making you weak. I like that bit because yes. um, that is one of those things about telepaths. that you never really know like what's actually going on with the telepath. Cause like, are they brainwashing you the whole time?
1: Yeah. And this is a big moment for Jean to learn that she's a telepath. <laughs>
0: she finds out she's telling telepath. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, uh, Jean knocks uh, Annalie out and Wolverine passes out screaming. And uh, Callisto's like, um, we're going to destroy you one at a time until Scott agrees to bone me. And uh, then they look over at Storm. and Storm's the only one left. And Storm says, you know what? We'll fight. We'll fight for it. We'll fight for Scott and we'll fight for the leadership of the Morlocks. And for some reason, Chris is like, okay, I guess so. Uh, <laughs>
1: well, because Storm was like – basically, Storm was like, are you two chicken? <laughs> like, she's like, your people will lose faith in you if you don't fight me one-on-one. Are you so, yellow? Like, really? Yeah.
0: Uh, and then it real, turns real out real that Marty we, McFly moment here.
1: We that Callisto hates
0: being called chicken. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and then Callisto
1: uh, says, "Okay, no powers. Let's get our lightsabers out."
0: Yeah, they get lightsabers out of nowhere. I mean, like it's, it's and then cool. they keep
1: holding the lightsabers by like the light pieces that would <laughs> I would think would hurt. Well, it's not really clear what the hell's going on here. No, not at all.
0: And they just need uh, to be
1: glow sticks. That's about it.
0: They have a fight, like for a second, like it looks like Storm is gonna lose, and then uh she she comes back, she knocks Callisto's lightsaber out of her hands. Um there's more fighting, more, more, more back and forth, and uh, but then she um she bonks Callisto on the head. (laughs) 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 And the she knocked, She's knocked out, and the Morlocks think that Storm's going to kill her, but Storm says, no, that's not the X-Men's way. I will not kill her. She goes, from now on, you don't need to hide in the darkness. I'm your new leader. You can come to the X-Mansion whenever you want, anytime. But since I suspect you're all going to stay here, because Annalee goes, this is our place. We can't live among normal humans. Um, uh, so I said, okay, I get it. She says, you know what? He's like, back. Emily,
1: why can't you? You're just an old lady.
0: You're just an old lady. Well, that's a real indictment on how society treats women, right? As they I guess age. So, yeah. That's the thing. Women, When a woman age, gets past 30, the only place that she can go is to the sewers. Yep. Uh, very uh, stunning indictment of modern society. The patriarchy. It's pretty rough. Trump said, I'll come back someday if we ever do a sequel to this episode. She <laughs> says, but until then, um, Callisto is going to rule my place and uh callisto gets helped up and uh i guess she's i guess she's okay with this it's like kind of i remember in the comics that like it was like a whole thing like this was like a ritualistic thing in this it's just like storm just comes up with it on the spot
1: well in this it's like okay we got like a minute left so we gotta move we gotta end this episode real quick
0: um scott wakes up Says, did I miss anything? And she says, you didn't miss much. But I never realized that you had such beautiful eyes. And they kiss. And then there's another meme: uh, Wolverine turning away from them yes. as they kiss in the background. Now it's also yep. a meme that makes this is a memed out episode.
1: Well, he's upset because she says you have such beautiful eyes. And He's like, he has dull brown eyes. They, they're not beautiful. <laughs> there's nothing special about Scott Summers' eyes.
0: Uh, back at the mansion, uh, Gambit's injured. I guess I, I
1: he got the plague.
0: Oh, right. he got the plague. That's right. At the end of the fight, yeah. he gets the plague out of nowhere. The, this yeah. character comes some out of nowhere.
1: and goes, plague.
0: <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, like, that that, that is, should
1: be your first line of defense.
0: That is a character from the comics, by the way. Plague is a character. But it's yeah. just like funny, like the way that it plays out here. Because it is like the very last thing that happens. The character goes, by the way, you have the plague. And then he goes, oh, I don't feel so good. Yeah. Uh, he has some real dumb lines. Like, he does some good mandu bullshit in this episode, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, he says, my subterranean flare It's yes. like really stupid, super stupid. God, let him die. Um. So uh, Xavier says, hey, so your date, how was it? And Scott goes, uh, it was pretty good, but now I need a vacation. Har, 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 har. It's and great because
1: they say this in front of a dying gambit who's just laying on a <laughs> hospital bed, still in his in his costume. Nothing hooked up to him. No literally, You know. <laughs> He's not getting an IV of something. He's, they're just like, ah, whatever. Nobody likes him.
0: Um, Xavier says to Storm, hey, Gene told me you did pretty good. You really handled yourself as field commander out there. And Storm's like, yeah, but, you know, almost everybody died. Like, we came very close to everybody dying. And Xavier goes, ah, but they didn't.
1: And... <laughs> Which is, let's face it, a pretty big victory for us that nobody us, died or got captured this time. For
0: us, yeah, we didn't lose this one. Like we, we didn't do well, but we didn't lose. At least we've lost every other episode. We've lost, and yeah. this is the first is time a we haven't lost.
1: This he is a says, big win. "This did, is the 2022 good. midterms." <laughs>
0: I said, "You did really good for yourself, and we have to you to thank for keep taking everybody home safe, except for Gambit, who's dying of the plague." Um, <laughs> Uh, Scott goes to Logan's room and says, Hey, Logan, we want to thank you. And you just the door. walk in. They just yeah. walk in. And he's Well, there's no Wolverine there. And in fact, they see that on the ground is the picture of Scott and Jean and it's ripped in half. And Wolverine has taken the
1: fuck off. He's too emo. Yes. That's exactly in my notes is Wolverine. So emo. So, so emo.
0: I mean, it's funny because he has these same issues in the comics it just does not feel. It just does not feel so much like a Morrissey song in the comics.
1: I mean, well, like it's like I think part of what really sells it here is that he's got a what appears to be like a single bed, right? Like like a, like a very small bed. He's got his workbench, like his workout bench, a dresser, and then just in the center of the room is the destroyed photo, right? And it's like I know he moved out. He take he's taken all of his stuff, I guess, but like. Man, what a depressing room that is! Like just just a small one person bed. Come on, Wolverine. I know you're small. You're five, you're like five two or whatever, but <laughs> you can get a, a full at least.
0: Uh, yeah, it's uh, they just didn't feel like drawing the rest of the. Phone. You got like a
1: college dorm bed. It's pretty bad. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. What do you think of this one? Um I was okay, I guess. It was fine. I mean They're fast. I'm, I'm so impressed at how fast they are and how quick they move is really very interesting. I was reading today uh an old interview with Bruce Timm from back when Batman the Animated Series was on, and the interviewer asked him about the X-Men cartoon and Spider Man cartoon. He's like, you know, Marvel has all these different cartoons and you're only doing Batman. You know, are you guys looking to branch out? Which they soon enough would actually. But Bruce Him is like, look, you know, they're doing all these cartoons because they need to sell toys. They're owned by a toy company. So they need to sell toys. So they need to have a bunch of cartoons. And you can see by the quality, it's not about telling a story. It's to sell toys. So they're just introducing characters left and right. And that's it. Like, that's what this is for. And he's like, and it's a shame because the people who make these shows, they they do care about these characters. They do like these characters. But the quality is terrible. <laughs> it's pretty wild to see Bruce Tim just being like, "These shows suck." He even says, "Like, like, like, like they, you know, I saw the episodes they they uh, sent in for a nomination for Emmys, and I couldn't believe that that's what they considered to be their best work."
0: <laughs> oh no, that's a yeah. shame. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and he, I mean, he says he's like, "I'm not saying that Batman's like this great show. Batman's a good show, but they make us look so much better." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep wow it's rough that is
0: rough um yeah it's not it's not really one of the great episodes the, the other episodes have been like uh obviously they're all they've all been like barely fairly bad like in yeah. their own in their own way Yeah. and um yeah there's
1: and, no good episode so far
0: but like the other ones have been like way more fun yes um yeah. this one has got barely like a a plot to hang on it. Um I don't. I just don't buy the whole Callisto wanting to bone Scott thing. Um,
1: what is yeah, it in, in the comics with the Morlocks? They didn't want to bone Scott. They wanted something else, didn't they? When Storm fights Callisto and takes over.
0: Man, I do not remember. Because I, I remember that Storm yet. is
1: powerless during that time. She has no powers, which was a big thing.
0: Um, they took Angel. I know that. Um, but, um, I don't remember what the premise was. I don't remember why they took Angel. Yeah. I mean, maybe because he's like so beautiful and rich is probably the reason why. I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, since they're ugly and poor, it would make sense that they would want to kidnap the beautiful rich guy. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, You know, it's a very famous two-parter from 1984 where Storm battles Callisto and becomes leader of the Morlocks. Great cover. I remember that. Good cover. Really good cover. Um, But yeah, this is not that great an episode, but it gets fast, so who gives a shit? (laughs) Yeah. We have suffered through some real bullshit on this program, on these programs, and uh, this shit's over 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever.
1: Yeah. They, Um, They move quick, and they're really burning right through the stories.
0: I mean, I kind of like – it's funny. Bruce Timm's complaining about them introducing so many characters. That feels on brand for the X-Men. Yes. With the 7,000 characters. So, like, it does feel on brand that they would just introduce a million characters in every episode.
1: Yeah, they're just popping them in.
0: Popping them in. Yeah. All right. Next week, we're going to have Cold Vengeance. Uh Uh-oh. Is Iceman going to show up? Seeking a way to find some inner peace, Wolverine travels to the Arctic to get away from all his problems. However – his arch nemesis Sabertooth follows him, intending to finish him off once and for all. Ooh. He must not only stop this deadly foe, but save a fishing village embroiled in the conflict. Meanwhile, Ooh. the X-Men look into a nation that claims to have peace between humans and mutants.
1: Uh-oh, Genosha's coming. Genosha. That's exciting.
0: All right, we'll be back again next week with that episode. Again, we did. Uh, we're going to have on Wednesday, hitting the podcast feeds, watchmen about black panther wakanda forever we have a lot to say we have a lot to say about that movie and you can hear us talk about it if you pay five dollars or more a month at the patreon become a subscriber again that's www.patreon.com slash cinema sangha s-a-n-g-h-a until next week where can they find you on the internet
1: you can find me at uh twitter on twitter at w-h underscore woolhat let's get out of this puke hole you can find me on
0: Twitter. That's how you're gonna end the episode from now on. Let's get out of this I puke hole. So.
1: I think that's, that should be the end now. No more of this true believer stuff. let get out of this puke hole.
0: Uh, you can find me on CF. We'll be back again next week. Until then, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, may you be well. But most of all, may you get out of this puke hole. <laughs>